This is episode 27 of the Gamer Sushi Show. This week we talk about Portal 2, PSN, a little bit about E3, and play fill in the blank. Hi, welcome to the Gamer Sushi Show. I'm Mitch. I may or may not be Anthony, depending on if my identity was stolen. Oh. I'm Jeff. And I'm Nick. And this is episode uh, 27 of our uh, awesome podcast. Um, if you couldn't tell from the intro, Eddie is going to be either here, not here, or late this week. We don't know which it is, which it is at this point. He's dealing with a little uh, little problem. Yeah, we, we hope he shows up later so he can give us some insights and some opinions on what he thinks is going on in the uh, the gaming world. But yeah, he might he might not be with us this week, which would be very sad. You guys That's weren't true. sad when I was in there last time. God, you barely mentioned me until Mitch brought it up. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we thought you were at a Lady Gaga concert, <laughs> man. We thought you were having a good time. Right, right. It was the next night I was seeing Scream that night. Well, we, we still assumed you were having a good time. We know for a fact... We know for a fact that Eddie is not having a good time right now. No, so. <laughs> Eddie's not having a good time. But I had a great time at Gaga, and I'm and, uh, not ashamed. Also, of Eddie's like Eddie's like our our nominal leader. So I think if people if people don't know where he is at all times, they get confused <laughs> they and they might tune out. They might They're like, uh, uh, weird cast, delete, <laughs> <laughs> unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, they're listening to the first in the charge. Oh God. <laughs> So this is in the first 30 seconds. They don't hear his voice. They just start weeping uncontrollably. <laughs> Mark Cortez. What is where this? Time? What is this noise? We've, we have done an Eddie-less cast before. It will be fine. And it, it was, was great success. It was, it was a very good cast, yeah. All right, well, I guess we should jump into it since, you know, Eddie's not here. We, we, should, take, we should take the reins, right? So this week... Um, we're going to talk about two kind of bigger stories that are going on, and then we're going to do uh, my game, which I'm doing fill-in-the-blank this week. So hopefully Eddie can make it for that part, but if not, whatever. So the first thing we want to talk about, since we didn't get to talk about it last week because it was a uh, holiday and n- not all of us could show up, we wanted to talk about Portal 2 because it is the game that everybody's talking about, so... We should, you know, throw our two cents in on it. Are we going to do spoilers, or are we going to stay away from spoilers? Oh man, because we've we've all beaten it, and I, I think by this point, you know, most of our listeners have beaten it as well, because it is kind of like the the big ticket Valve game. So, okay, well, I think then we we say right now, if you don't want to hear spoilers, then jump to the next section of the cast, because we do the thing now where we kind of tell you the times different topics are happening. Yeah, check the post on the website, and that'll tell you where to jump to. So yeah, don't. We're, we're, probably, we're probably only going to talk about the the single player stuff too, right? Like, but not. I haven't done the co op yet. I haven't done. Yeah, co-op I haven't either, done but either would... because of the PlayStation Network. Mitch, have you done co op? Uh, I've beaten both sections of the game. Yes. Okay. Well, I would like to hear your thing on co op then, since the rest of us haven't. Um, In a non spoiler way. Non spoiler yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Do, uh, this is going to be spoiled, so if you don't want to be spoiled, uh, jump to the next part and then come back and listen to it after you've beaten the game. Uh, so who wants to start it off? Well, do, do we want me to start it off because I hate Portal 2? Is that? Yeah, why do you hate Portal 2, Mitch? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you using uh, hyperbole there? Like, Do you genuinely hate it or are you just disappointed? 
I, it's kind of funny. I am using hyperbole there. I don't actually hate Portal 2. Just for a bit of background, um, a little email thread went between myself, Anthony, and Eddie earlier this week or on the weekend. I can't really remember at this point where um, Eddie and Anthony basically ganged off of me for saying that for me saying that I wasn't really that impressed with Portal 2. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I would be happy to forward this to Jeff and, and Nick. I was very, very neutral. I was just happy to not, for once, not be in the fray. I was just sitting there watching it, just being like, this is great when you're not involved. Because <laughs> it's usually me who's getting in that shit. It's true. It was mostly between Eddie and myself. Yeah. Um, I was laughing so hard every email. Nice. Yeah, I, st- I started off explaining what I didn't like about the game, and uh, Eddie took issue with a few of the things I said. I was I was speaking to Nick earlier today on Gmail chat, and I said that most of them are small little nitpicks. Um, nothing made really major, majorly wrong with the game, I, as far as I can tell. Just small little things that didn't I feel really like they're click. all taste things. Like yeah, they are really taste. taste things. Yeah, um, one of the first things that bugged me about the game was the character of Wheatley. I don't know how. I know Nick, you like him. I don't know how Jeff and Anthony feel about him. I love Stephen Merchant. He's one of my favorite people in the world. So I kind of my thing. Yeah, I'd have to say my biggest laugh in the game came from one of his lines. So me too. Right. So he just got on my nerves the entire time. Really? Like yeah. It's like his his character um, his character was annoying. I enjoy Stephen Merchant too. I think he's a really funny guy. Um, but just something about him didn't sit sit right with me. I mean, his scripting was really annoying too. Like there's a a part of the game where. Uh, He's he's obviously an incompetent robot. That's his thing, and he's trying to get you to not look at him while he's trying to do his hacking. So he tells you to turn around. I turn around, and he's like, "Okay, turn around." I'm like, "Dude, I'm already turned around." What? <laughs> what the hell? That that, that could was just be a bug. I, yeah, because that didn't that, happen for me at all. Yeah, that didn't no, happen. That could, that could be a bug, but it definitely didn't add to my. Uh, definitely didn't do any uh, anything in his favor. Well, see, he does know. that. He he does that joke twice, and I think it actually lands better the second time because the second time he does it, he says, "Turn around, I'm going to hack," and then you hear glass break. And then he like, breaks the yeah. window. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see that that works better the second time. The first time it's just like, "Okay, turn around," and then he just well, opens the door. The first what? time is set up for the second. The second time is the punchline. Right. Yeah, I could I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say real quick while we're on the subject of Wheatley, one of the things I love about him is you know his his design. He's got like the two handles on the top and the bottom. And the handles, or like, you know, the handle on the bottom, uh, it makes it look like he's got hands and he's sort of like holding them together. And like, he's sort of like being real like nervous and like twittery as he's like talking. And it just it really goes well with his voice. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, the character design was, yeah, was done well. Where they, they use that for expressions. Right. Yeah, they definitely add a lot of personality to basically just like a ball with a, with a light <laughs> with in eye. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. There was a couple other things that I listed, but right now I can't remember. Um, one thing I didn't like is I felt like the, like the extraneous stuff, like the gel and the, uh, uh, what's that thing called where you sit in and suspend you in midair? Yeah. The excursion tunnel. The excursion tunnel. The gel and the excursion tunnel, all that stuff just felt really sort of extraneous to me. I, I get that if the game was like just about portal puzzles then it couldn't have been very long, but I just felt like the game was more about the interaction with that instead of the interaction with the portals, which just kind of felt weird to me. Which, again, is a personal thing. Yeah, because I felt like it was uh, still about the portals, but just using these things to augment it. Like, when I saw the excursion tunnel, I instantly knew what to do with it. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, I'm going to hit this, and then the bridge is going to come out across this. You know what I mean? Like, like I just instantly was aware of it, but that's because I you know, played Portal 1 and everything and, and well, understood but- the concept so well. Yeah, and the thing is, like, all of those devices, 
interact with the portals in some way. So like right. the, light, the light bridge works with the portals, the excursion tunnel. Like, it, yes, some of them can be used on their own, but like half the time they're part of the portal. And I really think that's the only way they could have made it more than just more portals, you know? Like, that's the thing. What, no, seriously, like, that was our, that was our ongoing joke. No, that was our, our, our running joke. It's like, how do you improve upon that formula? Like, what, what direction do you go? And uh, Mitch, it sounds like you're saying that you actually would not have wanted them to improve on the formula or change the formula? Like, well, what, it, just, it just felt really gimmicky to me, uh, the addition of all that other stuff. The one, the one thing I enjoyed most about the original Portal, which I felt was kind of missing from this game, was like the use of the portals to do like momentum puzzles and things like that. There's a couple times uh, where you use the different portals, like jump really far and stuff like that. But one thing I always remember about the first game is there was a section near the end where you had to scale a set of platforms by using the portal to basically launch yourself higher and higher into each that one of was, the platforms. That was my favorite puzzle in the first game, I think. Yeah, I, the first game had more things like that, and the second game definitely scaled that back and made room for like the gels and the the funnels and the bridge and stuff. Like that. Yeah, that I was the kind could, of. Thing I guess I you could argue that. I, I guess you could argue that the new stuff would have made it impossible to do that older puzzle. Like that's the thing. Um, at that point in the first game, I, I just remember it feeling like I was breaking outside of the box. There, like. There's a point in the first portal world where it feels like you're no longer playing by the rules of the game, like by breaking outside of the test chambers, and that the the level you're you're, you're talking about, where you have to like use your momentum to jump higher and higher and, and and all that. That's like the the peak point where you know it's it's really like how on earth are you going to get up this super high um, shaft, and it's only by doing this ridiculous stuff. So yeah. I mean, I guess if, if you had the gels and, and the other stuff in the first That's game, the thing. If, if it was in – if that puzzle was in Portal 2, mm-hmm. it would have had white gel in it. Right. Or so. like um, the, the gel that makes you run really fast yeah, or I don't, something. I sort of see what you mean. I don't necessarily think it was – the gel stuff was a gimmick. I feel like maybe now that we're talking about it, it was a crutch. You know, like they use that like, oh, instead of having a momentum puzzle, we'll just go ahead and use this, this orange gel here. You know, to to launch you. But it, having said that, even with that, like there were times in, in Portal Two where I would do something and I would be like, "Okay, there's no way this is going to work," and it would launch me right yeah. to the exit, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, that was amazing!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you know, there, the, I definitely had those moments where I was like, "I'm not sure if this is what I'm supposed to do, but I'm going to try it." Yeah. <laughs> running running down the orange gel was terribly satisfying. I have to say. Yeah, I really like, like that. And like the one where you do where you do the the orange gel and then. It, and then you and then you jump off a ramp that has the blue, mm-hmm. like yes. that. Like you you run th- you run down an orange through a portal which launches you off a platform which you hit a blue platform and then you fly. That was like so satisfying, mm-hmm. so unbelievably satisfying. I'd say that the white is the weakest of the gels. I felt like because it's just like but they you didn't spray it places. They didn't really use it very much. There was just that one room where you can spray it basically everywhere, and then right, every, and also, every and other also, time it was just like random. Yeah, sorry. Right, 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 yeah. No, well, also and also it helped you to know what you're supposed to do at the very end of the game. Mm-hmm, yeah. So. It was a, it was a, yeah, which I feel like that was actually a pretty cool setup to, to do it that way. And it uh, looks like we might have somebody joining us in the podcast here. Hey, Eddie. Hey, guys. Hey. How's it going? Going all right. 
Awesome. <laughs> well, uh, That's a lie. <laughs> we were just discussing uh, Portal 2, and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Mitch was talking about the few How issues. How he hates it? Yeah. He Sorry. did mention an email thread. Yeah, where you, you and him certain, fought. An alleged, an alleged email. <laughs> and, uh, and we were just kind of going through some stuff. Uh, we talked about Wheelie a little bit, but we're, right now we're talking about gels. Okay. And um, how, like Mitch said, they're kind of gimmicky. And then Anthony said, maybe they're just more of a crutch. And so we're just kind of just, just going off that whole thing of like the mixture of like the walkway and the tunnel and the gels on top of the portals. Mm. So now Jeff, when we were talking the other day, did you, you said the thing, if, if gels are gimmicky, then portals are gimmicky. Yeah, but Mitch explained himself a little bit better, <laughs> so okay. I didn't. I didn't want to bring that up. Like that, I did say that to Eddie, mm-hmm. um, probably when you guys were arguing in an email. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that that email got nasty. <laughs> a little nasty. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Like on the surface, like portals can be a gimmick if they're they're only used a certain way. Eddie, the the argument that we started making was that um, remember at the end of Portal One, where the, where is that? There's that big tall shaft where you have to use your momentum to get from platform to platform. Uh-huh. That That's puzzle wouldn't that puzzle would not work with the new gels and the everything else. It would just be too simple. Mm-hmm. You know, so so some of the discovery and the mystery and like the ex- exoticness of the puzzles in the first one, I think. I mean, I didn't I didn't mind the, the gels and everything so much, but I think they. Uh, to a certain degree, do well. They're, they're obviously meant to kind of level the playing field in a way. Like the, on one hand, it, it adds some variety and and uh, changes up the formula a little bit. But I think it's also honestly like for new players, it's a little bit easier to to solve some of those later puzzles because they have more things to work with. I don't. No, but that, well, I see. Actually, I think I think the opposite. I think. Really? Yeah, because um. I think because we played Portal One, that's why it feels. We understand the we understand the language of, of how yeah, it works. I think a new player coming on, just learning the portals, would be difficult enough. But then adding all this stuff to it would be even worse. In fact, to go the other way with the uh, the gels and everything, I think they were very worried about not repeating themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now, when I think about it on the pro gel side, I, I think it was more of just like you say, like t- to try and add as much variety as possible and not go back to any puzzles they had done in the previous. Uh, previous game well yeah you couldn't have an eight to ten hour game that was just portals i don't think mm-hmm. you can do it, uh, it yeah no i definitely i definitely agree with you on that um and i'm not i'm not i'm kind of on the fence i guess i feel like mitch has some valid points there but um and to be honest i feel like the tunnel and the walkway work better within the understood portal universe and the gel was very outside the box as yeah. a well, the, mechanic. the gel just felt like a replacement for some of the stuff you learned to do with portals in the last game. I can see, I that. Can see, I can that. see that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see yeah. that too. Like because one of the things where we're talking about momentum, there's I liked the ones where you had to um you you had to do the 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 tunnel and then you had to make it go up, and then you would go up, and then you would make, and then so there's a hole below you, and then you'd have to float all the way up to see something to shoot another hole, in, and then you would drop in your hole, and then shoot out of the other hole. Yeah, mm-hmm. that yeah, that like always felt really really cool, and that felt kind of like the old school momentum things. Now, now in co-op, I felt I almost feel like the gels were added for co-op 
in a way. Um, Honestly, I think the the tunnels work better in co-op. But you say your thing first, and then I'll say my thing. Oh no, I, you might have a. Well, I, I meant all the mechanics. Sorry, the right. tunnels. Yeah, the tunnels, especially in co-op, because you had to do some tricky stuff with some of those tunnels um, yeah. in co-op. And I feel like the gels, especially too. And like I said, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't even want to spoil how you solve certain puzzles, because then when you guys play co-op, you're gonna be thinking, "Is this the one he was talking about?" Mm-hmm. Um, right. <laughs> Uh, you know, so I'm going to try to be as vague as possible, but I feel like I need to be a little specific, <laughs> so I'm not just sound like a, you know. Um, I'll know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, the way you, I feel like the way you use the gels with two people, I feel like that's what they were designed for, because um, you, there were just things that you had to do. Um, I mean, crazy timing stuff where one person is shooting gels and shooting portals for the other person to hit as they're going. Oh, well, as they're yeah, just nice. being carried by their own momentum. Wow. You know, you're having That's to time cool. it, and they're actually having to shoot some for themselves, and you're, sh- like, you're shooting, you might be shooting one for a gel while they're shooting one for themselves. Wow. While they're being carried by yeah. their own momentum. You know? awesome. So I almost, I almost feel like cool. the gels and stuff like that were made, but yeah, I guess you're right, Mitch, especially the tunnels for co-op, because you had to do some pretty crazy, there was one puzzle in particular, um, pretty close to the end, Mitch, it's the one with all the 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 raising and the lowering. Yeah, um, that one. You had to do so much crazy stuff with tunnels in that one. That was one of my favorite puzzles in the entire game. Yeah, so that was a really good thing. one. Like, you know, maybe I would have a different perspective on it if I if I had played the the co op. Um, it because it sounds kind of like in a way the um, the mechanics and the the single player are sort of like the tutorial for the the co op. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if, I mean, and I'm surprised Mitch played the co-op first. So that, I wonder well, if that doesn't color some of your, your perspective on the game, but still. Well, well, I didn't actually play the co-op brought up first. In the email. I, yeah, that oh, did I get you brought did. up in the email. I said you did. I played one level, I played one, because, uh, you know, they're divided into, like, worlds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, like, I think there's, like, five worlds or something. Honestly, I'm like fuzzy on the number. Yeah. yeah, there's a hub, and you go to different places. I played one of the worlds, I uh, and then I finished the single player campaign then went back and finished the co-op because i felt like i needed to finish the single player game because i had read on the internet that there's some overlap and i didn't i didn't want to uh yeah. ruin it for myself so now, i went and finished the single player before polishing off the co-op see i did seven chapters of the single player and then you know my 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 youngest brother came in town and while he's here we just play video games so then me and him just did split screen co-op um and then he got tired of playing and just wanted to watch me and Carrie play. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, me and Carrie finished that. And then when I went back to single player, the gel there was a gel puzzle that had been giving me problems that was suddenly ridiculously easy. And then yes. I just breezed through the rest of the game when it had started to give me trouble nice. after I did co-op. Interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah, I got back. Well, because you're, when you're thinking with like four different portals, it gets pretty nuts. You know. Then you go back to two portals and you're like, man, this is for retards. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, it gets it gets pretty easy when you, especially because this is what you have to do in co-op is you have to say, okay, where do I need to end? What does the last thing they want me to do to get to the exit? And then you yes. just work backwards, and then it gets really simple to solve puzzles. You know, I mean, that's what you nice. have to do in co-op because <laughs> you're like, yeah. okay, there's the exit. How am I supposed to get to the exit? And then you look and you find like the one thing that's going to get you there, and then you just mm-hmm. work backwards, and then everything clicks. You're like, yeah. oh, so to get there, I have to do this to get there. You know what's going to happen in Portal Three? It's going to be four-player co-op portals. <laughs> that would be so nuts. World would break. Yeah, now, <laughs> and, no, and no single player because apparently that's what they're doing. <laughs> I think a lot of friendships would end. 
we, we well, there was should. there was <laughs> there was one puzzle that my friend and I did where we seriously almost came to blows because it was what you <laughs> what Eddie was talking about. We didn't we didn't think to solve it backwards, so we both ended up in the same excursion tunnel, <laughs> just yelling at each other. It's like, why did you put that there? You have to go back and get the cube. And like uh, my PC is right beside his in his apartment, so we're just like yelling at each other from like a gulf of inches. It was actually quite funny. <laughs> See, that's something I've actually worried about when it comes time for me to ever play co-op if I ever get to. Um, which is, you know, a lot of people ha- they have different styles of thinking through these puzzles. Some people immediately just start experimenting with things. Other people stare at the walls for a long time. You know, and try to figure it out. So you have to like mesh your thinking styles together. And you know, I hope that whoever I play with, you know, is uh, you know nice enough to deal with my eclectic way of thinking, or I'm you know nice enough to deal with theirs. So see, my style is kind of like, let me see everywhere I can get to. You know I mean like I jump into a room and I'm like, what can I get to? Yeah. And then I look at everything and then I stare at the wall for a while. <laughs> I do <laughs> you know, some wall like, staring. Yeah, definitely. Like, but it's weird. It's I I, th- I feel like I solve different puzzles differently. Like, I feel like with some I get in the room and I'm just instantly wall staring. And then I feel like some I'm like, OK, I'm a little bit of stare, but then I just start testing and then I stare and then I test a little bit more. And I don't know why. I guess it's on. I guess it's on my first opinion of the puzzle. Yeah, if, if it then, looks like you can solve this much sub- of it right away. Yeah, And then subconsciously. I decide, am I going to test this or am I going to think it out before I test it? Yeah. So, right. Yeah. You're like, obviously, I have to get over to that area, but how do I do it? You know, that kind yeah. Of thing. Now, yeah, I, I tend to end up like just shooting portals <laughs> at everything. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me about you that you Good just job, you know, like, what can I hit? Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> well, actually, a couple of times, I, like, when I could tell I was starting to get frustrated, I would stop, step away, do something else for like five, 10 minutes. And, yeah. it's, and and just let it simmer a little bit, and then come back. And a lot of times that helps. That's always really good. Yeah. Like one I time, I definitely like reached a point where I knew that I was just going to start getting pissed off if I, <laughs> if I if I kept playing. So I went to bed for the night, and when I woke up in the morning, like first thing in my head, I knew how to solve the puzzle. I was like, God. <laughs> awesome. Near the near the end, I kept doing this. I'm like, I think it stumped me. I think it stumped me. Oh, f- oh no way! I got it. <laughs> like, no, I, I did was the like, same I'm thing. going online for the fact. <laughs> yeah, I emailed you guys. I was like, yeah, I'm stumped. Wait, never mind. <laughs> it should be like five minutes later. Wait, because there was one near the end. Um, it, it's it's one where you have to put um, the orange gel down and then jump um, and then have one of the tunnels catch you really close to the end, right after Wheatley drops you um, from mm-hmm. the tunnel or whatever. Oh, yeah, that one. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. For some reason, that one stumped the crap out of me. Um, and, and I was just sitting there forever. And then I was like, wait. <laughs> um, but we, we should probably move on pretty soon because I'm guessing you guys have already been talking about this a while. And you've probably already talked about single player a lot. Yes? Yes. Indeed. Okay. Yeah. We've, um, but, I think we've kind of discussed. Okay. We've covered it. I wanted to say a quick thing about single player. Because, um, Mitch, I know one of your complaints was that, it, that it, you felt like it was trying too hard on the humor. Yes. Um, I don't know if you guys already talked about it. You probably did. Um, uh, we, did we didn't specifically bring that up. but um, He just talked th- about Wheatley, yeah. Yeah. See, my thing is, like, it, it might have, but, like, I was okay with it because, it like, this game made me laugh out loud more than any game I can ever remember playing. Because most games, most games I, like, might chuckle at the occasional slapstick or whatever, but, like, few games are genuinely funny. Um, 
And so, yeah, I was like, you know, they might have been trying too hard to make to make you laugh at a couple of times because they're trying to live up to a reputation, you know. But the result was some, like, genuine comedy. I think I was okay with it. Like, there was um, the moment that made me laugh more than any other thing in any <laughs> video game ever. This is when you're falling down the, the tube and, and GLaDOS is a potato and she's hovering next yeah. to you. She's like, so, how are you holding up? Because I'm a potato. I lost it. And then she slow claps. Yeah. I had to pause the game because I was laughing so hard. I I think that was my favorite too. The thing that got got me was when uh, Wheatley reappears for the first time and he tells you that he's doing the jump or whatever and he's up in the air. No, no. It's like, um, well, he tells you that he's put bird eggs in the door that's stuck and then the bird (laughs) chases him. And just for some reason, like, so he's just like, bird, bird, bird. Yeah, and my brother and I just sat and laughed for like five minutes. And Gladys just, is freaked out about birds too. They both are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You're good at murder. Can you kill? Can you murder this bird for me? <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys drop mention about how uh, Nolan North wormed his way into this game? No, the, yeah, no I was actually going to bring that up. He does a lot of voices in this. He's the game. cores, and he's the bad turrets. Oh, really? really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got that. I've got to tell you, like. The first time I heard, and I don't remember, it's been three years since I played the first Portal, but the first time in this game when I heard one of the turrets go, Target, are you there? I laughed so hard. Like, the fact that it's asking, like, Target, are you there? Like, you know, like the, yeah. the, that, a tur- that a turret would be that polite while trying to kill you, it really made me laugh. Like, I loved hearing that. And I wanted to say one other thing about single player. I know, I know you want to move on. Um, <laughs> but... I thought the ending moment because we're 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 doing spoilers, yes, for single player. Yeah, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. And we'll just tell people on the cast. Right, we, we post yeah, it yeah, like yeah, go yeah, to this point come, if you don't. Yeah, yeah no, we, yeah, we we discussed that. Um, cool. You guys are so smart. Um, <laughs> we learn from the best, and that's you. No. Oh, oh what a sucker! Are <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Best friends forever. I'm making that up. Glad y'all like, kissed and made up. Friendship um, is rare. <laughs> no, my favorite. Uh, one of my my favorite thing about the game, and I was talking to Nick about this earlier, is when you shoot the moon with with the portal because it was a literally. combo, huh? Literally, yeah, literally yeah. shoot the moon. It was a, yeah. to me. I was like this. This proves why Valve is the best at what they do. I was like, one, that was such a Call of Duty ish moment, you know? Mm. Yeah, uh, in a lot of ways. It but, really was. You're right. It even <laughs> felt that way. Yeah, yeah. But um, it to me it showed why Valve is the best at what they do because because. I don't know about you guys, but I knew immediately. I looked up at the moon. I knew I was supposed to shoot it. Like I, oh, yeah, I, had, I didn't hesitate at all. Yeah, exactly. And to me, that's it shows why Valve is the best because it was a combination of great storytelling. Because Cave Johnson told you earlier that the portals were made out of moon rocks or whatever. Yeah, the, um, the, the, the paint. The, yeah, the, the white yeah, paint. Yeah. Like, yeah, the white paint or whatever was made out of moon rocks. Um, so it was a combo of them dropping that information very subtly, um, like kind of subtly but not subtly, you know. Um, because they kind of kept harping on the moon rocks thing as you mm-hmm. were going, um, but then also just gameplay. Because you just know, like they've trained you so much. I mean, even when you escape from Wheatley right before that, when he tries to crush you, you see the white space. And you're like, "That's where I have to do. Th- I have to go there." Mm-hmm. Um, like, so you look up at the moon, you see the white space. The, there's the whole thing with the moon rocks. So it was a combo of great design because they've guided you to on how to think with to portals. shoot white things. <laughs> yeah, and then great storytelling but without beating you over the head with it and i just mm-hmm. thought it was such a great like amalgamation of those two things that that moment like that that that's such a tricky thing they want you to do and you don't even hesitate you right. know 
Like right, I seriously yeah, didn't I hesitate. It. I was like, I'm shooting the moon. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it worked. I wasn't surprised. <laughs> yeah, it was very it's well true. done. It was very, very well done. I just done. wanted to commend Valve on that. Not that they're listening, but still, <laughs> good job, Valve. When life gives you lemons, shoot the moon. <laughs> nice. Uh, we're gonna move on now. Now to... that I've derailed us from Portal Two. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, I mean, it was. This is this is the Portal One. So, um, You're the, the one, the, the one about in. the one about Portal. Is yeah. Mitch, I wish you didn't. If this was a Friends it. episode. It'd be the one with portals. All right, Eddie. I don't hate <laughs> Portal Two. <laughs> I know you don't hate it. You we established that earlier. It. That that's hyperbole. I <laughs> honestly, okay. Let me let he me was just say. Being it up. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> All right, well, let, me just, let him defend let, himself. Let me just say, <laughs> I feel like I'm on trial here. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> let me just say something. Here, here's the thing. If Portal 2, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but if Portal 2 had been made by anyone other than Valve, I would have hated it even more. I think Valve is the only one who could have pulled off a sequel this good. I'm saying that in air quotations because I didn't really like it that much. But if it hadn't been Valve doing what they do, I felt that I would have received it even worse than I had. Dang. You know what I'm saying? My res- my <laughs> you hate well, it. Just my- <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate <laughs> it. I'm just saying that Valve are very good at what they do. And even though it didn't really click with me, I still acknowledge that it was a, 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 not, a not a really great game, but like a well-put-together game. And I see where other people would like it. See, my thing with it... I promise, last thing. I've said it like three times. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I jumped in. Um, Sorry, I feel bug like me. like Portal Two. Don't say the word bug. Um, <laughs> no, um, Portal Two. I feel like is like the opposite of what Dragon Age Two is, because I feel like Portal Two they took they took like a four hour tech demo and turned it into like a great game, like a complete great game. They HD because. Yeah, I was gonna say historically, I love that. Yeah, and and whereas Dragon Age Two was the opposite in a lot of ways, you know, <laughs> they so took a great a- game and turned it into a tech demo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they took yeah, they took they took a great game and then they stripped it down into like its bare parts, you know. And so I, it was weird. I feel like they it was like the opposite, you know. So I, I think that's one of the reasons why it stands out great for me. It's because like they they took something that was very difficult to do. This little four-hour game that was perfect. It was per- like Portal was perfect. Yeah, like you can't get around it's it. Hard. it yeah, it's hard. It's hard because like, it was so short. Four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And even and, even even this one, which was longer, exactly when I wanted it to end, it ended. Yeah. Right when I was getting, over its right when it was wearing out its welcome. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, so the, this next section, we're gonna just kind of catch up on the Sony thing a little bit. We did discuss it before, but. It has been released that, you know, the ha- the bad guys have all of your information and they're going to steal your life now. So I was just kind of curious on you, you guys' opinion about about the the topic in general and how Sony's handling it and how, what people's reactions are and just kind of et cetera, et cetera. So, well, I I think. I feel like what Sony was working against is a perception gap. People have the perception that um, when this kind of stuff happens, it's possible to tell people exactly what's going on immediately. You know, like, like 
they don't understand what goes on behind the scenes, so they, they get pissed off because they don't know immediately. And so I, I feel like while they probably, like it seems like they probably could have told us sooner, but I have to wonder if they weren't doing their due diligence so that they didn't tell us too little information first. Right. It's, it's sort of the same reason I think they haven't until today set a date for when the PSN would be mm-hmm. back up because if they say this is the date and then it passes, then they look stupid. So they yeah, just I, say, I feel, we'll let I, you know. Right. I feel like they um, erred on the side of messaging very carefully rather than promptly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. being, right. being as accurate as possible as opposed to getting it out there as quickly as possible. As opposed to like last Wednesday, just posting a video of the hide your kids, hide your wife, because they've taken all your information (laughs) 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 before they even knew what was going on. Right, right. Yeah. Now, I I mean, and the other thing is, I mean, you you could argue that they should have been doing something about the security a long time ago because apparently this stuff Yeah, it seems like they should have. Yeah, Yeah. but I mean... Also, also didn't... Maybe I'm wrong here, but... One of the very first things I ever heard about this was, hey, don't freak out. They might have your credit card. <laughs> like, before, <laughs> like before they came out with that big thing of like, listen, they have your address, your name, your security question, your username, your password, your purchase. Before any of that, I want to say there was a press release that just said, listen, shit got hacked. Maybe they have your credit card. <laughs> no, no, I think that was That's all in the same the day. way to come out with that. You, lo- you look shocked. That's a perfectly normal reaction to having your identity stolen. Yeah. No, it was all on the, the same day, and they said that, you know, they can't rule out the possible. Even now, they say they can't rule out that your credit card information was taken, but they say the credit card numbers were encrypted. The problem is, like, like, like Jeff said, like they messaged it so tightly on the first day that now there's. You know, when people freak out about things like, oh, so you know about this a week ago, and then they have to come out the next day and say, no, we didn't know that your information was hacked. We, the day we found out your information was hacked was the day we told you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but the thing is, nobody reads the corrections on the Internet. I was yeah, on a right. website oh, where okay, the headline yeah. said, Sony says credit card data was encrypted. And then one of the comments was, the credit card data was put in plain text. This is BS. Yeah. Like, you didn't read the headline in the story you just commented on. So the Internet doesn't correct itself. And so Sony is now dealing with that. Whatever the first thing people read is, is that's what happened. Right, right. People, Which like, is why even, they even try as, to carefully control when it comes out. Exactly. And, and even as tightly as they did So people it, jump yeah. to conclusions. So now they've really just put themselves in a bad position. People also don't actually read articles. People read yeah. headlines and then form opinions and then comment on it. Yeah. Right. I saw it's this true. thing on Ars Technica. Sorry, kind of a little aside. Where somebody – God, I think, it, I think the guy said uh, – he was he was writing this this article that was a serious article and then like randomly like three fourths of the way down he talked about milk and he said and then he was like if you if you read this article you know say something about milk and I want to say it took like a hundred and forty comments before <laughs> anyone said anything about it because just to prove that all yeah. of those people commented without reading the article that's, yeah that's true TLDR. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what were you going to say, Eddie? Well, no, I just, I, I mean, I think the whole thing is is really insane. And I, I mean, you know, it, on the one hand, um, it's, it sounds like Sony was being negligent with the way they handled people's information, um, mm-hmm. just straight up. But on the other hand, I, I feel bad for them in the sense that, like, this is a nightmare for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, think about it. They have to, they're, they're physically 
rebuilding the PSN. They're actually moving it to a different physical place with which a gun is, to their head. Which yeah. is insane. I can't – like I, I actually don't understand why they have to physically move their data center. That's just absurd. But um, I, I mean what the, the wild thing and me and Nick were talking about this earlier is that they took people's – I mean that they have your security questions and those are pretty universal. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the what, thing that that's actually worries me. me more than anything yeah. is like, if it's like, what is your mother's maiden name, which is what most of them are on yeah. most all services on the entire internet, then they have that. And the thing is, is like, and they can you do can't some workarounds change. to just get a password, a new yeah, password. You, sent, exactly. You, know? you can't change your security question. Like, they have inset, like, what was your high school mascot? What was your mother's maiden name? What's this? What's this? And that's pretty much it. You can't, you know what I mean? Like, those are set. So well, and hopefully that, what they'll do is when they relaunch, because they're going to do a, an update that's going to force everybody to to reset their passwords the first time they log in. Hopefully, yeah, no, as part no that no, but, uh, hopefully as part of that they can add more security questions because that's no, actually like what I've seen. They the can't issue. change every other site yeah, on the, the internet. The issue is that like question. you know that like right, your right. bank account might yeah. have the same security questions it, that it your PSN account does. does. <laughs> Well, hopefully they didn't. I mean, I don't. I don't know what the security questions are, but hopefully they didn't. They didn't ask for stuff that a bank would ask. I don't for, even right? remember what they are because it was a couple years ago that I. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it they is, were either. But it might be the same questions because mm. almost every yeah. service uses the same questions. Exactly. No, where, where, what's your mom's maiden name? High school mascot? Exactly. Where did you and your spouse exactly. meet? Exactly. What was the street? What was the street you grew up on? That kind right. of stuff. What's your I porn star name? <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, I, the credit card I had linked to the PSN, I checked it. I've checked it four times a day since then. Yeah. I'm check, I'm looking at it right now. See, I removed mine um, back when Anonymous first said like we're gonna do stuff. Then I was I got I got real freaked out, and then I went and changed my password to something I didn't care about, and I removed my credit card. But my worry is, do they still keep that information stored on their database? You know what I mean? Like I may have removed it from my account, but it could just still have been there floating around and. This is one of the things that um, one of the articles I was talking about, like Sony, Sony needs to say, hey, in addition to all this other stuff that we had that you guys know that we had, here's the stuff that we also had that you didn't know we had. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like the, the, yeah. it's, it kind of, they kind of need to just step up and say like everything they had on us, even if we didn't realize it, so that we know what's out there, like what got compromised. Like, I mean, I know that it, it sucks, you know, but they were collecting a lot more information than we probably know they were collecting. Um, yeah, well, everyone is. I mean, like... Yeah, everybody that's, that's, yeah, that's so what it's it, not I mean, just them. The everybody iPhone. Is. Oh, no, 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 I know. I mean, yeah. look, look at the iPhone. Like, we're, well, we know where you're at at all times, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and everyone's shocked by it. You know, it, it does help that they, I think it would be... Though. It would present... No, I know, but it would present awareness to people if we knew how much information these people were collecting on us. Well, yeah. the, the, my, my issue is, why does it take a cataclysm to get yes. people to do better security. Yeah. Like why do why does everything have to get screwed up and broken for because people react they don't they're not proactive cuz they cuz they cuz they do it the the cheapest possible way they can do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, I I don't know, like I have to wonder if there are any companies spend some money. Yeah, I have to wonder if there are any companies out there that are actually being proactive about this kind of stuff Steam just sort is. Of, I yeah. would hope you could at least learn from like other people's mistakes. Like, I hope somebody's watching, looking at this, and going, "Well, we better update our security." I think mm -hmm. Steam is updating their security right now, actually. So, yeah, which is really good. Yeah, one thing I was going to say about Eddie, you're talking about how it was a nightmare. I'm, I'm just kind of like relating it. it. I feel like it's almost like Microsoft dealing with Red Rings for two years condensed yeah. into a week. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. this is this is a huge hit for them because like. 
like I know that I for a while I probably won't put buy anything with my credit card on PSN. Like I'll probably buy prepaid cards for a while. Because oh, you know even, that people that did it. Doing that. See, I, I mean, I'll probably do that, but you know, I'll just buy a prepaid card somewhere and then just use them there. Yeah, or what I would may do at the very most is instead of linking my card to it, like do the one-time payment. You know, like put a bunch of stuff in my cart and then buy it all at once, and then not link the cart, save it. You yeah. know. To well, there. I just it just makes me wish that I could use PayPal for stuff like this because I feel yeah. like I mean I don't know if this is. Uh, um, false security on my part, but I feel like PayPal, because they know what they're dealing with, have really, really robust security and, and go do. like really yeah. out of their way. <laughs> PayPal gets sure. hacked on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so that's the that's the thing. Like I wish you could pay with PayPal on PS3 or on like I would use it probably just about anywhere. Like it's gotten to the point more recently where I only really use my regular credit card to pay for monthly stuff, like sub- Netflix subscriptions, stuff like that. Amazon, and then anything else that isn't Amazon that I'm buying online, I pay with PayPal. Like I'm not going to give my credit card number to some random company that I buy from like once yeah. every six months. Yeah. Now here's my question, and I think I talked to a couple of you guys about this like <laughs> today, but um, I, I was casting today in GChat apparently. Um, <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> well, here's my question. If you're Sony, how do you open up E3? Because usually everybody opens up their show with yeah. a big song and dance number. I feel like if you're Sony, you can't come out with like Kaz Harai or like Kevin Butler and like play a PS3 montage and like pump up the jam <laughs> because <laughs> raise the roof. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I said, like I joked in that email, it's going to be a sweating Jack Tretton and a bunch of media people wearing Guy Fox masks, you know, all yeah, staring like at you, them very you hostile. Can't, I, feel like, I feel like you just start off no hype and just be like, we screwed up. We're sorry. We're gonna earn it back. Here's, Here's some awesome things. It. Here's yeah, some exactly. awesome things we've got. And, and you know you, what? You can't come up with like pump up the jam, pump <laughs> like all this like stuff yeah. going on. Like I want you how awesome you are. I want someone to come out and just go, fuck, <laughs> just, like, <laughs> completely silent, and then just like look up and just be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, it, I'm sorry. Suck. Like just like flabbergasted. I think that would be amazing. If and then just Microsoft traced it. If, if I was Sony Microsoft, too, I would got be so much ammunition because you can make fun of Nintendo for finally entering this generation with the project with with the Wii Two or whatever, and yeah. you can make fun of Sony. You know, it's it's. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying if you're them, they're probably they're they're a pig and shit right now. If, so- if I'm gonna, the <laughs> thing is, if I'm gonna make fun of them, I mean, I feel like it'd, it'd have to be like. I would do it really subtly. Here, here's how I, I would make fun of uh, Microsoft doesn't understand subtlety. I know they, they don't understand, understand subtlety, but if they're going to come out with like a tattoo thing. of like PSN sucks. No, no. <laughs> I, I would, I would, I would uh, include. I would include part of a presentation on the the security of their their system and say this is these Dude, are I, the measures we've done to to make our security see, better. I would be. I would hype Xbox Live so much. See, I would be okay with that. But like, as someone whose potential identity may be stolen from this, if they make light not of it, funny. that's yeah. not fucking funny to me. So, yeah. they, well, no, so I'm not even like talking about like it, it wouldn't even be funny. I'm talking. No, about no, I know it. that's what I'm saying. I like what you're saying, and if they do that, that'd be fine. But if they were to make light of it, then I would be pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Here's no, the interesting thing. Good. I like that. I, I think that if the same thing was if the shoe was on the other foot and the, and it happened to Microsoft, I think Sony would take massive jabs at Microsoft. Oh, Jack Tretton would definitely would. Yeah, he's kind of. Yeah, I feel I like you'd have Kevin Butler of, and Jack Tretton double teaming it. 
Yeah, they oh, would. Yeah. Take, yeah, and I don't think Microsoft is going to do that. No, I don't think they will either. Yeah. But if I was Sony, I would like be calling every studio possible and be like, "We need exclusives. Get us something for E3. We need something big now." They've got to do a lot of work because they've lost a lot and of a Mario game on the PlayStation Three. <laughs> it's a, it's a shame, really, because I I really have felt like over the past like six months, yeah, to, the, to a year that like the PS3 mm-hmm. was Portal becoming more my system. With yeah. Steam just came out the week this happened. Yeah. You know, and now that's that's kind of very tarnished. Well, yeah, it completely stole the thunder of that. Like we could have been, really we could have been. I could have already played the Portal co-op and co-op yeah, and traded that shit in. But no. well, yeah, I can't. I can't add it to my Steam account on my new PC. Like that's all I want to do, and I don't want to trade it in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do. You need too. to activate it online. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah you have to activate it. I don't understand why you can't just do it all Steam side. Like, yeah, whatever though. Um, so we talked that's a little bit about. Do we want to talk best? <laughs> do we want to talk any more about Sony eighty three? We should or, probably move on. We've been. You want to move on? Okay. Uh, just a little thing because I did actually want to touch at Sony on uh, touch on Sony. You want to touch Sony? You want to touch Sony? You're one of the few right now. I want to. <laughs> I want to strangle. Sony. You want to touch Kevin's butt? Lur. Lur. <laughs> uh, but I also wanted to talk about Nintendo. It, it's officially announced that they will announce a console at E3. They've announced the announcement. Yeah, the announcement. The announcement. teaser of a trailer of an announcement. Exactly. So, uh, how do we feel about this? Are we surprised that it's real or no? <laughs> no, I think it, there was so many details coming out; it had to be real. Yeah, something. Uh, now it's just a matter of nailing down the details. Well, did you see I, that interview that Miyamoto gave, where he totally tried to play it off like he didn't know about it? <laughs> he was like, "Oh no, I've never heard of Project Coffee. What is this? <laughs> what, is, what is this Project Java? No, I'm not, I'm not developing one game for, for some whole, sort. I'm not designing a game that the whole console will be designed around. Yeah, so. seriously." <laughs> Well, I remember when the when you know it was called the revolution. People talked about touchscreen controllers. I remember that was a big thing people were talking about. This I think is, we talked yeah. about that in one of the last casts, where what Nintendo mm-hmm. did instead was make your TV a touchscreen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but so I, I like the idea somebody, of a touchscreen. You know, it's had prototypes of this stuff in, in the the works for like 10, 15 years, and it's only just now become possible that we. Well, you you know, know what it is? It's when they used to have the old. Uh, Game Boy, and then they had the GameCube, and you could do like Crystal Chronicles and stuff. Crystal Chronicles. Yeah. I feel like that. I feel like they they're making Crystal Chronicles a console. Yeah, like, no, they, <laughs> they they like that idea, and they really want to go back to it. And now, you know, what's funny because like the DS and the, the Wii were wireless. They could have done that, but they didn't. I think now they're doing it from the ground up with this new one. Well, it's it's also like. Uh, you know how we were discussing how the Wii is just sort of like an amped up GameCube? That, that sort of fits the pattern, if that's what they're doing. Sort of going back to older systems and making them the 2.0 perfect version. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like if you can trace the lineage back, it actually makes a lot of sense that way. Yeah, the 3DS obviously was concept. the virtual boy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. guess it was, yeah. And it might, <laughs> See, and it might fail like the Virtual Boy. But. Well, no, but I, might, I, real, real quick, I tried it. I tried the 3DS uh, for five minutes. I played Super Street Fighter 4, and I had a headache for an hour afterwards and was nauseous for about 20 minutes. So, pass. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, yeah, I played it, and then I was like, you know, I think I'd get sick of this. I mean, it's kind of cool and some, and like Literally. some of the pilot wing stuff, but yeah. <laughs> but um, it's interesting because um, uh, I forget how you pronounce his name. Iwata? The president or whatever, yeah. He's, yeah. he's been making comments like it sounds like Nintendo's really disappointed with how the Wii's fallen off, um, which I don't know what they expected. 
I mean, I guess they expected it to keep selling, to keep printing money forever. Forever. Yeah. yeah. It may not. It may not even pass the PS2 at this point. And yeah, I thought, it was, I thought that was a sure thing. It probably yeah. won't. But I mean, it's it reached it reached market dropped. saturation for what it is. Yeah. And so they, I mean, they're very disappointed, which surprised me because it put them on top. Uh, so I was just, I was like, what did you guys expect from it? You know, like they were like, wow, maybe we do need the hardcore in addition to casual gamers. Yeah. So he sounded really disappointed with it. And he's the same thing with the 3DS. Some of the comments they were making, it sounds like Nintendo's a little concerned right now. Like they really need this next console to work, I think. Um, I don't, and, and, but they don't like, need another GameCube. You know what I mean? Like, or, or I think they're done. <laughs> not, right. not like done done but you know what i mean and i wasn't on the podcast last time so i you may you guys may have glossed over this or gone over this but um i don't think the people who were like first time console buyers you know with the Wii, uh like you know the moms and the soccer mom the soccer moms and the grandmas and everything i don't think they're gonna buy another console from nintendo i don't care what it does yeah they've got their one and they're set for the rest of their lives probably you know yeah, if, if they're gonna buy a gaming system it's gonna be the iphone basically like the iphone yeah. they may they may go for connect because they like the idea of the no control or whatever but mm-hmm. you know i don't think nintendo is gonna get the same big big buzz that they got with the wii yeah i mean i think they need to look at sony i mean minus the psn issues they need to look at sony whereas like nintendo was kind of the flash in the pan and then the fade away Whereas Sony with the PS3 definitely the was in the slow burn. They were in for the long con. I mean, you know, it's, uh, oh man, you bringing up the PSN with Nintendo, which was coming to fruition until this damn PSN thing happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what? Like Nintendo has always been very like kind of wary of online, and I'm just afraid that like any online capability for this new system is just thrown out the window after the PSN. Now <laughs> they're probably. Oh, like, no, I don't, th- I don't think it's kind of headache. No, I don't think they'll do that. I hopefully if they do anything, do like, all right. Let's let's let's, uh, let's triple right. our security. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what I want to see happen. I want to see a 47, lot of company- forty-seven long, uh, digit long uh, friend codes. <laughs> no, but I, I I really like. I want to see a lot of companies take stock and say like, okay, Gawker hack, PSN hack. We need to spend money on on fixing yeah. damn security. You know. Like companies that have money should spend money on it, and actually, like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like on this end, rather than have to pay for it later. Right, right, right. And I, I also think like it's it's a good reminder for for all of us to do what we can to be more secure with our stuff, and not because you know I used to have what I considered a, a, a shitty password I didn't care about that I used for everything except for my important sites. So like I used it for like a hundred different websites that I didn't care about and my bank password was different. But the thing was, is the, those hundred different sites that I didn't care about are probably more likely to get hacked than my bank, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So, so I, I mean, I switched over to using a, a program called one password that is actually like a godsend. So sales pitch. Sales pitch. No, seriously. They seriously like the show. it is, it is. <laughs> I wish they would because I would totally shill the hell out. I use it. All the time. It Isn't is it just for the Mac, though? It's nope. a Mac PC and iPhone app. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. So you and, shut and your w- face, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, well, no, and one of the cool things you can <laughs> no, do... No, I read, I read earlier this week, because I was reading about it, that that's only for the Mac. That's why. No, I no, it's, it's cross-platform. It's absolutely worth the money. And, and one cool. of the cool things it does is it'll interface with Dropbox. So you can put your password keychain in the Dropbox, sync it from your work computer to your home computer, and to your iPhone. And so, like, anytime I, I change a password... It syncs to all those places. It's uh, it's really handy. I, I mean, I, I um, Jeff's not only president; he's also a client. 
<laughs> I mean, it, I do. Yeah, I do feel kind of like I'm making a sales pitch here, but you know, no, no, no. Not, I mean, I'm the same way when I when I like something. Go we're ahead. not getting any. We're not getting any money for it. So <laughs> that's sort of the should be should be no. But seriously, like, I, if if you guys, if anybody listening is freaked out about all this hacking shit, I think a password manager of some kind is worth your money. It like. It, it, it makes me feel so much better about my online security, and, and it's also actually a lot more convenient in a lot of ways. So that's that's my pitch. Game time. This week we're playing fill in the blank. We haven't played fill in the blank in like over a month, so I felt it was time to bust out this old gem. Even though Anthony always wins, um, Anthony needs a win. <laughs> so we have uh, four topics and four gentlemen. Now that Eddie has joined us, so it will work out nicely. The first story is about the 360. It was announced today that the, the uh, 360 is officially going to bring Hulu Plus to Xbox Live. I'm sure everybody knows what Hulu Plus is. It's a video streaming service that has a bunch of shows from like ABC and NBC and different programs. Uh, not only are they bringing it to Xbox Live, but for the first week, it will be free for anyone who signs up for it, which is pretty cool. So the first question, and we're going to start with Eddie. The first fill in the blank is Hulu coming to the 360 makes you who lated, huh? <laughs> yeah. Ruined. <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> Field cheated. Ooh. Oh. Jeff. Omnipresent. <laughs> nice. Anthony. I'm going to class this bitch up. Blase. Ooh. Isn't Blase? Shut up, Anthony. <laughs> Blase. <laughs> Blase. That's right. You guys brought it, but I brought it. You um, didn't have who lated. <laughs> saying. <laughs> You have to fill it in with a word. I actually think I want to. I want to hear what Mitch has to say. Why do you feel cheated? So as you guys may or may not know, I am not American. <laughs> yes, I am <have> Canada. <laughs> stumped with the sun noise. <laughs> At least you guys stop doing that. <laughs> That's my favorite sound clip, Mitch. It's so good. <laughs> oh shit, the podcast is so broken. <laughs> That's my angry nerd voice. <laughs> Mitch, go. Okay, so anyways, I'm from Canada and Hulu still does not have the rights to bring their awesome, awesome business model to outside the United States. So it really doesn't freaking matter if everyone's getting it free for one week because I am not... <laughs> I am not American. <laughs> Besides, we all know you just use it to watch a bunch of episodes of Degrassi Junior High. There it's it true. Is. I love that show. High school is such a serious thing. These problems matter. <laughs> uh, Jeff? Uh, I can watch Hulu on my Mac Mini, mm -hmm. uh, on my PS3 whenever PSN mm -hmm. comes back, mm -hmm. my Xbox 360, and on my iPhone. So, And that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And your iPad when you get that. Uh, that's probably not going to happen. But anyways, yes. Okay. Anthony? All right. I know I'm going to sound like a Luddite here, but um, I don't use Hulu or Hulu Plus. I watch TV on TV, so it doesn't mean anything to me. So. Okay. Would you yeah, I mean, think about getting it? 
Um, may, maybe one day, but not not right now. I mean, I, I always go over to my fiance. She TiVo's all the shows we watch, and we watch them. So, so, so um, here's here's the and one also thing if I, it wasn't for her, I would never watch TV except for like Game of Thrones and football. I I don't. Watch which are TV. not on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So see, it makes me feel who lated <laughs> because you're a dick. <laughs> I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually considering giving up cable and TV and stuff because. I mean, one thing I gave it up for, like, me and Jen gave it up for Lent, and we barely even noticed, you know, except for a couple of times. But even this week, we've had it back. We've barely been watching it. Like the one night we had it on, I was like, I wasted two hours of time sitting there with like stuff about the royal wedding on. Mm. <laughs> like I wasn't even interested in the garbage, and it, I just sat there with it on. Um, so it's, you know, like we're actually considering getting rid of TV. So. Hulu Plus is something that I've been looking forward to, but I was going to do it on, um, I was going to do it on PlayStation Three, but I might just go ahead and do it on Three Sixty because that not because I think it's better, but because I have Netflix on there already set up. Mm. So and also it works just to have it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's not that. down at the moment. Um, so that makes me really excited that I would just have Hulu Plus and uh, Netflix on the Three Sixty, and then I would get a TiVo. And so I could record, you know, over air HD broadcast, and then that'd be pretty much all I needed um, instead of spending all the money I do on cable every month. Yeah, so. see, that's the thing to, to give you guys, anybody listening, some background. I actually have, have done what Eddie is talking about. So I canceled cable, wow, eight months ago, almost a year ago, like whenever I moved in with my brother. And I have a Mac Mini hooked up to my TV. So I actually do watch TV on my TV, but I use Hulu to do it. Um, I've got like a big antenna in my living room, and I record HD over the air using the Mac Mini. <clears throat> Stream stuff on Hulu. Um, use Boxy for some stuff. I actually like get nearly everything I, I watch legitimately. I, every once in a while, I dip my toes into uh, stuff like if I – miss an episode of, of something on CBS, uh, you can't get that anywhere else but recording it off the air. So See, I wish they would just take your money. Like, Because right now you want to watch Game of Thrones really badly, but HBO yeah. is not providing would, a single would, way for you to yeah. do it. No, there is no legitimate... See, that's the thing. When I decided to do it, even though I know perfectly well how to torrent everything and get all that stuff online, I wanted to do it legitimately because I feel like... I, I don't know. It feel, feels like the adult thing to do. I have the money to pay for it. It's silly to not pay for something I <laughs> but like. But they won't take your money, Jeff. <laughs> but no, but that's the thing. Shut yeah. up and take my money, HBO. <laughs> if HBO, like seriously, if it was on HBO and it was $35 for 10 episodes, I would probably pay that. <laughs> like seriously, $35 on iTunes for 10 episodes is kind of ridiculous. How does HBO not have a deal with iTunes? HBO does have a, a deal with iTunes, but they wait until it's out on disc. They're they're just really slow about releasing stuff. So it's just a switching to no no cable works if you can be patient. I see. I see. I'm actually excited about it because I watch Hulu and Netflix on PSN and it's down. So now I can watch it somewhere else. Um let's move on to the next fill in the blank. We're gonna start off with we're gonna start off with Mitch here. <clears throat> There was a story that came out on, I think it was computer and video games. Yeah. Uh, it was a quote from Activision uh, and Diablo 3 or Activision Blizzard. Diablo 3's game director, Jay Wilson, said, We're definitely in the home stretch. We're crunching. This is when the magic happens. So people are thinking Diablo 3 for 11 is a huge possibility. 
and I wanted to see what you guys thought. Mitch, Blizzard saying Diablo 3 is on the home stretch is... Did it, did it, did it, deceptive. Ooh. Jeff. A sports metaphor. <laughs> yes, that is what it is, but what do you... Never mind. <laughs> Anthony. Uh, words. No, I'm playing. Um, it, it is about as clear as Metal Gear Solid's plot. <laughs> Dang. Um, Eddie. Devilish. Uh-huh. I like that, actually. <laughs> I love how proud Eddie is of every single answer he has, whether yeah, it's good it could be not. like, uh, stupid. Huh? Yeah. He's like the Eddie. Bush of this podcast. Eddie, Promise. why is it devilish? Because it makes me very happy. It's right in time from that uh, I upgraded my PC, even though my PC sucks. Um, really happy. <laughs> but I get to play. I get to play games, and I'm really happy that I did it in time. Because my last computer would not have run Diablo three in the slightest. So it just makes me really happy. Well, it still could come out a year from now. I mean, you know, you're like just yeah. in time. Oh, a year later, <laughs> I need to upgrade again. No, I'm playing. Yeah, What's Anthony, you want to talk about well, yeah, MGS? Like, um, well, yeah, because it's it's on the home stretch. That's it's very vague, and that's what I was originally going to say. But then I wanted to make it clever for the game, because um, I try to uh, I always try to do good for you, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just it's really vague. That could mean anything. It could mean like, oh, we're you know we're we're really close. We're a month away from going gold, or well, it'll be another six to seven months. You know, like it, it could mean anything. It doesn't it it doesn't. There's no information there. So right. Um, Mitch, same idea here? Deceptive? Yeah, same sort of idea. Blizzard is a very we're done when we're done kind of thing, so them saying it on the home stretch is kind of like them just meandering from third to, to home. You know, They're taking their time, they're taking in the sights, they'll get there eventually. You know, They've rounded the corner. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm torturing this baseball metaphor to death. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of metaphors, but. Jeff. <laughs> Here's my thing. I've never played any Diablo games, so I don't even... Like, Shut up, even, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry. Even I've played Diablo. It's too. not like that's the thing. Like I hear that I'm like, okay, a Diablo game is coming out. I don't know. I don't know what that means for me. I don't know if yeah, I'm Diablos. Play, you know? <laughs> More Diablos. Yeah. No, I said it. Diablos. No, he said it Diablos. <laughs> that's uh, what you Jeff, just said for your answer. <laughs> Jeff, uh, Blizzard, uh, all, as as all their games are, they're made for Mac and PC. You should go pick up. You can go pick up Diablo two right now and run it on your computer. You should. Uh, I suggest you do it. I'll or not. Much, I'll look and see how much it costs. <laughs> Jeff doesn't care what you have to say. Yeah. <clears throat> well, no, but I the, think you yeah. can even do it online where you just you just uh, you can just download it. Like it's you don't even have to go get a disc. So you can just go to Blizzard.com. I think. So yeah, I would suggest doing that. Bundle. You bought so the potato you, bundle because we guilted you into it. Maybe you'll buy Diablo 2. Yeah, yep. maybe buy Diablo so, 2. And yeah, then you'll get more the, pumped about Diablo 3. The, because it was I'm, funny. I, I just bought the potato bundle because it sounded like a good deal. It, it, it was a good deal, yeah. I didn't but I'm, just, deal. I'm so pumped about Diablo 3. You guys don't even know. So we're going to move on to the third question now. And we're going to uh, start off with Jeff on this one. Uh, story came out today, I think it were, or it was, no, it was, it was a few days ago, uh, about Jurassic Park game and, and Telltale, because it was supposed to come out, I think, like, next week or something. 
and there was uh, a letter of apology from uh, one of the or from the CEO that said that they are delaying the game um, because they are moving in a new direction and that they promised the revised game will have mechanics and storytelling beyond anything you've seen from us before. I thought that was kind of interesting. And we also did grade it in a different, uh, or we did a over-under or something in a different game a few weeks ago. So, Jeff, Telltale delaying Jurassic Park to move the game in a new direction means... They're probably unsucking. They are probably, what, unsucking? Yes. Anthony? Hold on to your butts. That's right. Eddie. It means they're T Rex ish. Because <laughs> they can't see you if you don't move. Huh? Because they're moving Be quiet. to another platform, no right? <laughs> <laughs> see, I started with something clever, and then we bring it right down to the lowest common denominator. I like yeah, you were You were a clever girl. <laughs> That's right, I was. Mitch. They don't see goofed. you if you don't move, huh? Thanks for ruining my answer, Eddie. This talking. is Mitch's turn. Mitch, what did you say? They done goofed. They done goofed. Okay. Good internet reference. Thank you. Um, God, I want to hear all of this. Uh, Anthony. Yeah. Hold on to your butts. Indeed. Um, <laughs> why is that funny? No, I just saw that Joseph DeCrew internet meme where it's like, um, haters gonna hate, and it's like that old school looking guy. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah, that one. I thought of that. Uh, and I actually know what you're talking about for once. Hold on to thine posterior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, um, well, it could mean one of two things. Like you say, like, like it could mean like, oh, we're gonna make this really awesome, or it could be like, uh, we don't fucked up. And uh, we really need to fix this because if we do this, it'll probably end our company. So it, it could be one of two things. So either way, just you know, hold on because it's going to be interesting. Okay. Um, Jeff? But probably sucky. You think they're unsucking the game? Yeah, no, I mean, that's my guess. Like they're, they're, It's actually kind of a, a, a ballsy move on their part. They, they obviously had spent a lot of money on getting it out at this time. I and think it's very ballsy. Well, they're 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 taking a hit. They're you know refunding pre-orders and giving people free stuff. Yeah, I mean, the, and and just think about like the money they're spending to on further development time. That's a, that's a big investment on their part. So they must have seriously fumbled. Like they must have looked at what they were going to release and said, okay, this is this is not going to work, um, and, and decided that they they wanted to do better by that um that license. You know, I mean, I, and actually that that kind of shows like how much respect they have for that license that. Maybe they just feel like they, they they didn't do Jurassic Park right. Do justice, yeah, yeah. So this is so bad, I wouldn't release it on the PSN. <laughs> well, it, the other thing I I just read was that they're going to actually do a disc retail release for the 360. Yeah, 360. So, I saw that. Yeah, I, saw I actually that. might I might consider getting getting it that way. Hmm. You know, because you can't see it if they don't move. Not because Bitch. of that. No. Well, you're deliberately making me laugh, <laughs> Mitch. Um. Basically the same thing yeah. that uh, everyone else said that they kind of they backtrace the source code and uh, <laughs> they called the, the white rabbit police. object. 
No, they called the QA police and uh, and the state police. Sorry, I'm just referencing that. <laughs> yeah, you're just doing the whole thing. That's no, I appreciate. It. I appreciate your commitment to the joke, Mitch. Yeah, as as labored as it is, I'm doing a lot of those today. Very tortured jokes, but uh, you're, uh, yeah, they they, you're, they, 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 they need to take it back to the drawing board. Yes, they need to take it back to the drawing board. Eddie, they need Mitch. to they need to fill in the gaps with the code. And make a baby dinosaur. <laughs> that's how, that's you, make how you make a baby dinosaur. <laughs> you know, uh, Edry stole the embryos. The lack of humility before nature that's being displayed here is uh, staggering. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Are there actually going to be any dinosaurs on this dinosaur <laughs> on this tour? dinosaur tour. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going to thank Nick for a lovely weekend. But no, I said, <laughs> that was awesome. But no, I, Discovery I said is a destructive, penetrative. Act. They can't see if you don't move because I was not interested in this game until this. They canceled it, <laughs> or well, they because it? the 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 trailer. We talked about this before. The trailer was really lame. I thought, and the trailer was incredibly boring. And now it's like, oh, hey, you're taking it drag to the back to the drawing, drag to the bawing, Jord. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> shoot <laughs> you just him! Broke. Shoot him! <laughs> back to the drawing board or whatever. Like it makes me excited. So now I am seeing it because they are moving it. Huh? So you're you're the T Rex there. It's so freaking clever, you guys! You don't even get it. I'm like the Dreamcast. <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> 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 next uh, game all right. <laughs> I really next hope people thing. have the endurance to listen to this entire thing <laughs> I didn't I, say next question I said next game let's just let's just I, go to uh, statistics for this last one <laughs> <laughs> okay last thing this is going to Anthony I didn't even thought about this oh I got a good one so okay, uh, today it was announced that Redbox is going to, or yesterday it was announced Redbox is officially going to launch game <laughs> rentals at their kiosks around the world and the nation and all this shit. Game rentals will run two dollars a day instead of a dollar for a DVD and a dollar fifty for Blu-ray. But you know, compared to like GameFly and actual retail pricing, two dollars a day is not that bad if you can you know beat a game in a few days. So this prompted Cliffy B on Twitter to say it's official rest in peace disc based single player games that are less than 20 hours in length. So my question to Anthony is Cliffy B is blank for saying Redbox video game rentals will kill under 20 hour single player games. Henny Penny. Any penny, right? The, the Eddie whole thing that said the sky is falling, right? Okay, just in case. <laughs> My turn, Eddie. Yes. Cliffy B is Cliffy B leaveable. <laughs> I quit. Fuck this. All right, <laughs> podcast ends right here. I'm hosting. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> Actually, Eddie, this is this is unbelievable all over again. <laughs> Hey, wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. <clears throat> now that is one big pile of shit. <laughs> nice. Mitch. Uh, dropping hints. <laughs> like a bad habit. Jeff. Mountaining mo- molehills. Mountaining molehills. I love that. Okay. Jeff, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to you first. <laughs> I love so mountaining molehills. Yeah. How... how... How is this any different from uh, renting from 
a blockbuster for eight bucks for five days. I mean, y- yes, you can rent them for one day at a time. There, there are uh, good, like good rental places, brick and mortar rental places have been doing that for a while. So, what's different about this that is making him so freaked out? Like, what, what? That's actually what I'm asking everybody. Like, why do you think he thinks this is such a big deal? Because I feel like the reason I hated uh, brick and mortar rental places is because of, you can never get what you wanted. They never had enough copies. So, I mean, my experience, Redbox, if you just walk up to a Redbox, they don't have what you want. You know? So I'm not, I'm not sure how that's going to be that different for games. But you can look up online. And you can. Say, like, here's what I want and then see which one's closest to you. Right, and reserve it. Yeah. But even still, like... It... See, what I always hated about brick-and-mortar rental places was if you rented it, you were under a time crunch to play it like mm. oh you got a headache i don't care this game's due back tomorrow you better play it you know you don't play playing tonight gonna it be, that's not gonna be any different for the Redbox stuff i mean yes it'll be like it's, i can keep it but i'm gonna pay another two dollars every day that i keep it right exactly it's, it's it's no different at all i don't know why he's he's saying this like because um video game developers they don't develop games and publish them based on the rentals do it on the fact that you want to buy the game for sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's going to change a damn thing. And I've kind of like wondering if he's divorced from reality now or what. See, I I, I think I don't know. My my problem with brick and mortar stores is the price. I don't want to pay ten dollars to rent a game that I can maybe beat in a day because those are the only kind of games I really want to rent. If it's going to take me longer than a week to beat it, then I don't want to. I don't want to go spend. You know what I mean? Like it, it's. Mm-hmm. Like, well, if, then by like that it's same two token, rentals, then it's $20. Right. Well, then you by know? that same token, why hasn't Gamefly, like, why didn't he react this way to Gamefly? Because you're, in theory, if you're, if you're treating Gamefly right and, and returning games as quickly as possible and, and optimizing your queue, you can get games really cheaply and really quickly. So because how is it's not a dollar. Because it's not like lazy. I can get it. Like, like Nick beat Portal 2 mm-hmm. in a day. Mitch mm-hmm. beat it in one sitting. Mitch could have gone and spent $1.50 as opposed to spending $60 for Portal 2. I got it Tuesday, beat it on Saturday. Yeah, see, you know. So yeah, so that's so, what I'm saying. Like, some people I, can I go do time, it. yeah. Well, mm. some people can go do it and spend $1.50, and that's all they'll need to ever spend on a game, which to me right. is nuts, where if you had gone to a brick-and-mortar store, you still would have spent $10. You know, well, the th- still the thing something is, like, of an investment as opposed to $1.50. Well, by that logic, I, I spent $0 of my money on Portal 2 because I used trade-ins and credits to get it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they still got money for my purchasing it. I just didn't have to put any cash down to get it. I mean, I'm going to trade it in and somebody else is going to – like, that, that's the thing. Like, it, it's just a game of shells as far right, as the but you're, but you're also not – you're not the person yeah, that he's you're not talking the, about. Yeah, exactly. You are, you're playing the game and you're, like, constructing this elaborate way to get stuff that you need <laughs> by – by trading in stuff. You're jeffing and, and it. You're I'm jeffing, jeffing it. You're, jeffing. you're being very clever. You're playing the game. He's talking about Joe what the fuck who lives in <laughs> the, one, the middle the one of Missouri and, and he doesn't want to pay $10, but he will pay $2. Like It's like the people who will buy an app for $0.99, cents, but they won't buy an app for $3. Like yeah. there, there is a, There's a level of price that people are just like, eh, nah, I don't know. And I feel like $10 is that, but $2 isn't. I feel like $2 is like, people are like, fuck it, I'll just get it. So, 
I think that's why he's worried. Listen, still, you guys. Like I said, I still. He feel also like accidentally I, confirmed that Gears Three will have a twenty-plus hour single-player campaign. It's true. That was my thing. No, no, he's 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 not because he's worried about it. So it will have under twenty hours because he's worried about his game. Shut up, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I think, but see, this thing just, like they're not going to stop making Uncharted Two games and stuff like that because just because people can rent them the same as they've been able to rent you know any thing else because what how much is the red box thing was it two dollars a day or something like that two dollars yeah two dollars a day so if you really wanted to you could finish it but you you know let's say you keep it for two days on average the day you get it and then you play it the next day or something like that that's four dollars for two days right there it's really unless you really put your mind to it it's really not that much cheaper you're really probably you, you might end up screwing yourself well those are the people that are renting i think though well well that's the my, so my real question is I mean, the people that use Redbox are the people that can do it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't yeah, use exactly. Redbox because I, I don't. Who knows when the hell I'll watch it? Right. But what <laughs> what percentage of yeah, gamers exactly. like what what percentage of gamers play that way though? I mean, because me personally, I don't play games that way. Um, like the reason college, anyone in college? <laughs> you mean like? Do you remember how much free time you had if if like when GameFly and for for me in college worked? Mm-hmm. Like if a game would come, I would beat it in about twenty four hours, and I would have another game in a couple of days. I don't know. See, like the reason buying makes sense to me now is because I like being able to buy it, not have to worry about when I'm going to play it, and play it at my leisure. I play. You're not in college anymore. I know I'm not in college anymore, but I'm saying that like that's why buying makes sense to me, and I don't. I don't feel the need. Like I would actually not like getting a game that I I paid two dollars for, and I felt like I had to beat in a day. Like that would not be fun for me. Sour about that red box, but but still, like we we need if we, before we you know end for the night, like how is this going to make publishers not make twenty hour, you know, or less than twenty hour games? How are they going to suddenly start changing their mind about making? Oh no, Uncharted Two has to be, you know, uh, or Uncharted Four has to be twenty three hours. Otherwise, people are just going to rent it. and We're going to be screwed out of money. Like I don't. That's the thing. I don't get the paradigm shift. I, well, I don't think that's what he's saying. I think I think. It's there's been a kind of growing concern about like what what do you need in a game for people to spend their money on it and for people to buy it and it's it's become increasingly hard for developers to because games are getting so expensive to make it's become increasingly hard to get um, to to give that value to people because because they're so expensive and so I think that every time you offer an, the ability to play one of these expensive games for cheaper. I think that's going to be a shot at developers and it's going to make their lives a little bit harder. I'm not, I don't think it's, when I say it's believable, I don't think it's something that's going to happen. I think you're right, Anthony. He's, he is a little detached from reality if he thinks it's going to be like a, a snap thing. I just, but I do think it is another step because I feel like everything we're doing is heading in a step that's going to make it harder and harder for developers to make games the way they're making them now. I don't think that's right. a bad thing. I think it needs to change. Yeah. Um, right. no, I, I also think, that. I just feel like used game sales are more of a bigger threat than this. Oh no, and that's what I'm saying. This is another, just another notch in the same right. belt. Yeah. I yeah. also think that, um, <clears throat> I think that 20 plus hours in length is actually not the important part of the message. I actually think single player yes. is the important part of the message. I actually think what he's saying here is that now everything has to have multiplayer, or if because because single player campaigns aren't that long. So basically what he's saying is that if you don't have multiplayer, people are just going to buy your game for $2 and beat it in a day and then return it. Yeah, I mean, he's, I think he's talking about like Batman Arkham Asylum. 
Right. You know. And well, remember Valve just said that Portal Two will probably be the last exactly yeah. single player experience like that that they do, which means but see my my thing is three will be Left for Dead. Well, see my my thing is it's kind multi- of awesome. Multiplayer does not work for me. It just doesn't. Um, they're never going to convince me to keep a game because of multiplayer. I, I don't. I, I I feel like I can honestly say that that's. It's either going to take a lot, or it's never going to happen. Yeah. So, but I think for a lot of people it is. I think for like yeah. a lot of gamers yeah. of this generation. I mean, how many people bought enslaved? That's you know? why they bought Call of Duty that's five hours long, but then they play the multiplayer for sixty hours. And they know? key and they play it every day for a year. Right, but does that work for anything else? But but, but does that work for anything else but Call of Duty? Like, does Assassin's Brotherhood have the attach rate? Does Dead Space Two have the attach rate? Like, I I wonder how much that's working for games that aren't Call of Duty. Right. Yeah. No. No. I think you make a really good point there, Jeff. I like single player games. I don't want them to go away. Yeah. Way. That's why I'm holding on to some of my favorite games from now on. I'm like, you know what? I may uh, video games may be going in a direction that's not good for me, so I may just end up playing Final Fantasy in a loop over and over again. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, like games like Enslaved and Batman: Arkham Asylum, I feel like are two of the examples that he's like talking about because those are two great experiences that the I've Wolverine. had. But but if I could have played Arkham Asylum for two bucks, I, I could have. I beat it in a day. Yeah, you know. Well, that, uh, Enslaved, thing, like, I beat in two days. I could have played that for four dollars. So is the? I feel like there there are two possible solutions for single player games. It's either they move to downloadable on consoles, which I guess is not like the, that. Immediately cuts your sales like by a huge percentage, right? It also cuts a lot of your cost though, too, probably. Yeah, I, I mean, so so it, people don't freak out so much if you release a shorter game. I'm I, I, I'm actually as soon as I said that I was like, oh wait, but people bitched about Limbo, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they did. Um, they did, yeah. Well, there was so that Sony released are, that Ratchet and Clank game for like fifteen bucks, and it was about three hours long. Um, it was it was really good. I mean, it was like you know, quality graphics, you know, just as good as a disc-based game, just shorter and cheaper. Well, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't I, know I, how successful it was, though. Right. Well, so but so I see that's a, that's one path going to the downloadable stuff that's protected by DRM, and it becomes. So you can't trade it in, and it's harder to pirate and all that shit. I mean, I guess, obviously, if it's downloadable only on the PC, then it's a lot easier to pirate, and that becomes a whole other issue. Um, and then the other path would be making longer single-player single games. And do we think that's going to happen? I mean, for stuff like... No. Well, it, it, for stuff like Fallout 3, where or Oblivion, or, or you know, the... Anything right. like that. And I think he's saying that's why I think he put twenty plus hours. Right. I think he could you could have just swapped that into for RPG. I mean right. that's basically right. what yeah, because that's right. what it is. Like I'm thirty four hours into Dragon Age Origins right now and I'm probably about halfway done yeah, with it. You're probably only halfway done with it. So so yeah. those kind of games, yeah, it's easy to make those long because there's a lot of repetition and grinding. But I guess what we're talking about, he's worried about the death of games that really tell a story, have a specific story arc that are actually, like, it's actually my favorite kind of game. Like, yeah. So in, in this like, argument... Like, Bio, the first Bioshock was kind of a long game. Yeah. Half-Life was kind of a long game. Yeah, like, I don't think he's worried like about his games. 16 hours. You mean, like, I don't think he's worried about the Gears of Wars. I think he's right. worried about, you know... Well, that's that's the thing. Yeah, and he I also feel- says disc-based, by yeah. the way. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. not talking about Shadow but, Complex either or anything, yeah. 
Right. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying is that like downloadable, it, it works out okay. I, I just don't I, think you're going to be make some. I don't think you'll. Somebody will pay sixty dollars for a downloadable game. I just don't think. No, they will. no, I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. I I feel like there's this middle ground that that yeah I. I could see kind of what he's saying, like eventually this could be endangered where there's the, the middle ground, ground of games that like tell really great stories, but because they're telling a specific story, they have to be, you know, maybe like a dozen hours long. Because it's, it's, it, they were out there welcome if they're longer than that, and if they're shorter than that, you feel cheated, you know? Like yeah. that, that's the thing. Like I feel like a certain type of game should only be that long, and if you have to play it for even a few yeah. hours longer than that, you start getting ticked off at it for, for being a little bit too much to, to handle. Yeah. I don't know if that's just my, my personal experience. No, no, no. I mean, no, it's true. There's some games that just don't need to be longer. You start yeah. getting mad at it for throwing some gels in with the portals. <laughs> <laughs> and what so the wait, hell is I, up with that? <laughs> but I want to end, end on this. Mitch, do you really think that Gears 3 is going to be over 20 hours? Gears 2 felt like it was 20 hours. Gears 2 it did, did feel, feel too long. long. It was, yeah. And it, I want to say, wasn't it only like 12? Yeah. It yeah. was probably about 12. I think it was the uh, the long thing inside the beast that just broke things up. and. That's and like the it. only thing I remember about that game. It's yeah. so not very memorable. Well, I only played it last <laughs> year, so it's a lot more fresh for me. But yeah. that, that part felt like it extended things a little bit longer than it needed to. Like, they spent like way too long in the locust thing, and then you flew back to the like, the main city, and then you spent like another two hours there just herping around and herping, <laughs> herping and derping, and then you Portal sank two, the city. Portal Two was probably what it took me like maybe eight to ten hours to play, and yeah, it felt it, like it was four to six. You know, no, I, I five I, hours and it felt like five hours. No, it definitely, yeah, it definitely felt like. 10 to 12 hours to me. Yeah, it felt it felt longer to me too. It felt I guess I did it in about eight. You did it you did it in a one sitting though, didn't you? Nick? Over like two sittings? Two two sittings. Two. Yeah. I did most I did it of over it several in days. One so maybe that's why I felt that way. I did everything to chapter 8 in one sitting and then oh, the geez. rest of it. Yeah. Wow. I'm like I that. say wow, but I beat it in one sitting. <laughs> <clears throat> right. Still um, impressive. So, let's see here. The game is over and I talking for a while. The winner is Anthony, Eddie. I don't. Uh, it's weird. I here's the deal. If Jeff oh God, didn't say Eddie. sports metaphor, I would say Jeff won. The only um, so but the only reason that I said sports, <laughs> li- literally the only reason I said that for that one is because I've never played the other games and it, I like I couldn't think of anything else to say about it. I don't know anything I love about molehills. I love that. I feel like I like Mitch, but the first two are feel cheated and deceptive. So I feel like it's a very negative vibe that Mitch is rolling with here. But I went negative the last two games and you gave it to me both times. So that's true. You set a you precedent. You can't do the same thing. And Anthony said, "Hold on to your butts," which is solid. And then Eddie had all his answers. <laughs> Eddie you know. did have those answers. And Eddie you know also I think, played the game. I think I'm going to give it to Jeff. Jeff, you win. Hey, Jeff. Oh, I hate this game so much. So you know what? I think I am definitely going to rent Gears 3 from a red box. <laughs> Just despite Cliffy B. Dude, huge. See? I was right. It's Cliffy Believable. Can you edit in the sound of crickets there? Because that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, we could. Can we close out the podcast to pump up the jam? <laughs> I don't think so. But pump uh, the jam, pump it up. Okay. Uh, I think this is the end of the podcast here. So, um, Eddie, do you want to take it since you didn't get to do the intro? 
yeah, you guys should rate and review us on iTunes. Also, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're twitter.com slash gamersushi, and I'm twitter.com slash Eddie Rivas. I am twitter.com slash Anthony Taylor underscore until it gets hacked. I'm twitter.com slash unsquare. I'm twitter.com slash mi7ch. And I'm twitter.com slash Nick Camardo. Thank you for listening to the cast, guys. Pump up the jam. Pump it up. Pump it up.